Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area based in Pinconning. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. We're going to tap into that three decades of experience that Kevin brings to the table each week here on the program. Kevin, what is up, my friend? How's life in your world? Life is good, Walter. I think that the leaves, you know, I watched the leaves pop out this week. I I could swear I almost seen them grow over two or three day period it's it's really coming coming to life here in michigan how about yourself fantastic to hear that yeah i always uh the trees are all of a sudden like weighed down quite a bit more i can always tell when my view of like the neighbors all of a sudden is completely obstructed it's like oh okay there must be leaves on the trees now because everything's everything's filling in all around me so it's funny you say that this morning i looked and i couldn't see my neighbors for the first time that's true yeah yeah i was actually uh driving up the driveway and like hit uh, a branch and i was like oh man i guess because all winter with no trees you know with no leaves on it you know it didn't have the extra weight so it had been lifted up and then uh now with all the leaves it's weighted down a little bit more and kind of hovering over the driveway and it scraped the top of the car so i was like <laughs> oh, i guess i'm gonna have to get out and trim some limbs this weekend but and now we can hear the winds blow or the wind blow the leaves for a change too that's a different sound than i'm not used to it is it is yes and uh well, we've got the frogs back in our backyard so they always make their return every spring and go drive us nuts in the backyard so oh see i could fall asleep to that oh it's great it's great i'm not i'm not actually complaining they're just insanely loud but i love it it's just a great it sets the mood very nicely in the evening to just close your eyes and take that take that nap out on the porch that's one of my favorite things so i love it it i got i get it that sounds like fun taking a nap on the porch that's the it's it's a nice way to end the evening that is for sure most nights uh well we've got a great show on the way today we're gonna see what we can learn from warren buffett and uh, about retirement planning and we've got some great quotes from warren that we're going to cover on today's show why not learn from one of the best investors ever out there we're gonna talk about picking your retirement date what goes into that decision and uh, that conversation all that and much more straight ahead on the show today but first to begin things i saw a headline kevin i didn't have the chance to read the article i'm hoping that you caught it about a couple that retired. You know, we talked about we talk about unique retirement strategies here on the show sometimes. And it was an article, I guess, about a couple that found it cheaper to just permanently live on a cruise ship. And so that's what they're doing in retirement. They're just permanently cruising and it's less expensive than some of their other options. And hey, now you get to just live the life on the cruise ship. What did you happen to see that or, or catch any I details? did. I, okay. I just read that a few days ago and they seem to come up with the number where they're both. Now, this is for a couple, right? They're spending about $100 per night on average, and they're staying on a cruise ship, and they've been doing it, I think, for the last year or two. So when they're comparing that to their, their mortgage, if they had a mortgage, and it's, and it's cheaper for them to do this. And a couple of things that I thought about, well, if you're spending $100 a night, it's about $36,000 a year. I was going to ask you that math question, Walter. I, already, I, had, I was a step ahead of you. I literally have the calculator already pulled up. Didn't have yeah. to do too much work on that one. But you think about $36,000 Like that's a doable. You can live off of that. Or a year, excuse me. Yes. That's all your food, right? Cruise yep. ships are known for their food. There's no taxes. 
There's no mortgage. There's no insurance on your home, no insurance on your car, because obviously they don't have a car when they're gone all the time. So in this case, it sounds good. I you know, I have to look at the numbers, but it sounds like a fun time. And they've been doing it. It's well over a year. I know that. So good for them. I mean, and it's not like you're trapped on a boat. I mean, they pretty much, you're stopping at ports and getting time off the boat and walking around. I mean... There's plenty of time to go out and do stuff, right? So, and they're not, not always on the, they're not always on the same boat either. Uh, I was reading that they're they're jumping from boat to boat, doing different sure. cruises, so they're seeing something different all the time. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad on the surface, does it? I gotta imagine too that they would rack up some pretty incredible like loyalty points if they're doing like all the different carnival ones or all the different Royal Caribbean ones or the different, you know, those different cruise ship yeah. operating, you know, procedures out there. Don't they all probably have like loyalty programs and reward points or Disney's, you know, that kind of thing. So I think then so. they probably yeah. get free nights out of that. Maybe that's factored into their average of a hundred dollars a night. They're factoring in some of the savings that they're getting from redeeming those kinds of, you know, royalty points and whatnot. But Hey, more power to you. You meet new people every day. You get yeah. good food every day. You get different port every day. I mean, eh, it doesn't sound bad. I mean, maybe at some point that'll get old. But if you want to do that for a year or two and strategize it and plan it out, and that's not a bad way to go about it. I mean, that'd be kind of fun. I mean, I could totally see somebody in retirement doing like doing that for a year or two, right? And then you could do the RV life for a year or two. And then you could do the, you know, fill in the blank, some other kind of retirement life for a year or two. I mean, to me, that kind of sounds like a neat way to do some of your retirement period, kind of just living these different, you know, I don't know if alternative lifestyle is the way to capture that. But, you know, just living a little bit differently in that way, but in a smart financial way, too, at the same time. It's kind of, I say more power to it. I think it's cool. I did too. My, you know, one big adventure sounds like. Yeah, I love it. I think that'd be uh, my grandparents. I wonder if they could go back if they would want to do that. They were big cruisers during uh, their retirement years, so I could see them really enjoying uh, that style. I think that'd be pretty neat. It's I, funny. I just just talked to the neighbor lady um, uh, probably a week ago, and her and her husband for twenty years lived in a motorhome, and they traveled. And she said she doesn't regret a twenty minute of years. It. Wow. Unfortunately, passed away, so that mm. stopped, and, and she purchased a smaller home, but she's just loving life still. That's pretty neat. Uh, I still feel like, you know when you go on vacation, Kevin, you feel like sometimes you just, you're really looking forward to coming back and laying your head on your on your usual pillow yeah. and yeah. Your, your bed and just getting a little bit more of that breathing room back at your home base. But it'd be hard not to have that to come back to. But maybe if you didn't have it to come back to and you had t- you know truly jumped in with both feet into this other method, then it wouldn't kind of linger over you like that. And you would and, and your cruise ship would become your home, you know, that kind of thing. And there you go. Yeah. So at least I, I like the idea of them shifting to new boats all the time. So it gives them kind of something fresh and new each week or every two weeks to, you know, kind of re energize the batteries a little bit and get a change of scenery. That's pretty housekeeping cool. every day. You don't have to do that. That's a great point too. Yeah, yeah, there's like not not much cleaning going on there. <laughs> no. Wow, I didn't even think about that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're exactly right. Well, there you go. It's tr- truly simplifying life a little bit. I think uh, the side benefit of that as well. In so my anyway, cool three article. Plus decades in my three plus decades of uh, experience, like you like to put, Walter, I've never had anybody come in and say they want to do that. So it'd be interesting to plan for it. I can tell you that. Absolutely would be, but uh, it'd be a fun one to problem solve, <laughs> I'm sure, and uh, need to hear their stories and adventures as they go about it as well. Wonder how long they'll keep it up and uh, live on the cruise ship. The only thing I got to think about, though, man, they are. They are exposing themselves to lots of germs. 
<laughs> we all we all hear the stories of yeah, what happens on nice. cruise ships, and uh, boy, if you're always on one, you're just the odds of some of those sicknesses. And I don't even just mean COVID, but some of the other ones too. The odds that those eventually catch up to you. Whew, that is, uh, I wonder how many times you could stand norovirus before you finally gave up. You know, <laughs> yeah, if, if you're a little nervous about germs, that's not the place for you. So. No, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Well, very cool. Well, let's dive into some planning with Warren Buffett here, Kevin, and learn from the best and see what we can uh, glean from his wisdom about retirement planning. Got a couple of quotes from him to cover on the show today. By the way, if you have any questions for Kevin, want to talk about getting a complimentary review of your financial plan, want to work with him directly in the Pinconning office or uh, give a call or or just work remotely from Zoom and go over your planning situation. That's possible as well. Give them a call at 888-885-PLAN to set that up. 888-885-7526. All right. So Warren Buffett said, someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. What financial and retirement planning wisdom can we draw from that? Well, you know, a story comes to mind. I used to know a fellow advisor named Jack, and his favorite saying was, you know, you're going to reap what you sow. You've heard that, of course, right, Walter? Of course, yeah. Yeah. So meaning what you do today is going to show some sort of of results in the future. Now, Walter, if we sit down and we put a plan together, does the results happen overnight? No, not immediately, typically. I mean, I guess supposedly there are some things where you're going to click a button and move some money, and that might happen overnight. But That's easy, yeah, but... Too often, do you think that people want results now because of the uh, the social media? Well, yeah, and instant like, yeah, gratification yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, when it comes to retirement planning, like Warren's saying, we need to we need to plan for a long time. So if you plant an acorn in the ground, it's going to take a long time for that oak tree to get big and mature. Same thing's going to happen in retirement planning. It takes a lot of hard work and and discipline, and it doesn't come easy. And we all know that. So when you're you're starting off, you know, there's other things you want to do. So this investments, when we get going into our 401ks, 403bs or IRAs, whatever it happens to be, it's a long-term proposition. And over time, if we look back in history, you're always rewarded. When you get to the certain point where you get into retirement age, dollar amount you had didn't appear overnight. It started way back somewhere in the past and you had the discipline, you had you know, the hard work to put in there, you worked overtime, you did whatever you have to do to get to that point. And when people come into my office, I typically, they, you know, will, will do the plan. And if they're really good shape, I'll say, it's not me. You're the hero of the story. You did all the hard work. You, you planted that tree a long time ago. You, you know, you, you're reaping what you sowed a long time ago. But for some people, they didn't do that. So what do you have to do? You have to start somewhere sometime in that. And if that's you, and even if that's not you, the planning process goes even further. Just because we get you've gotten to retirement doesn't mean that we stop planning. Retirement's probably going to last another 20 or 30 years. So the same type of discipline, the same type of hard work is going to come along and get you to and through retirement. Good points there, Kevin, and a great way to get us started with these Warren Buffett uh, pearls of wisdom. Here's another one. Risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. I like that approach. Uh, what direction do you want to take that one? Well, when we think about risk, most people think um, you know bonds are a safe investment. Do you agree with that? Yeah, because uh, that's the old staple. Get out of stocks and into bonds as you get older. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know the 60-40 mix or something like that. But as we're seeing this year, that's not always true. Your bonds may not be such a safe place. Let me give you an example, Walter. Let, let me ask you a question. Let me quiz you for a second. Let's look at the Vanguard long-term bond fund. Now, everybody knows Vanguard. Everybody thinks bonds are safe. 
But if you'd have put a dollar in that uh, Vanguard fund this year, starting January 1st, is it up or down for the year? I would guess down. It's down. What would you guess? How much? 20% maybe? It, it is. It's oh, a little okay. over 20% nice. down. So people going into retirement or sitting on the sidelines thinking I'm going to shift money from maybe stocks to bonds, we know that interest rates rise, the bond value goes down. And this is just a clear example of that. So risk may, it's if you think that the bonds are not risky at all, this is what we're talking about here. You have to look at different alternatives. A lot of people have, you know, different options inside their 401ks that they can go to. But bonds necessarily, there are risk with bonds, and I think that's a big misnomer out there for most people. Great points, Kevin. And uh, we've always got to make sure risk is part of this conversation. So again, risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. With knowledge, we can actually reduce uh, the risks that we're taking. So that's fantastic. Uh, something else Warren Buffett said that uh, is just applicable to anything in life. We'll spin it specifically into financial stuff, but price is what you pay. Value is what you get. Ooh, that sounds good. So your your wife, Connie, is a nurse, correct? Uh, correct. Yep. Nurse practitioner. Yep. Nurse practitioner. So she's, well, let me ask you this question then, Walter. If you need a major heart operation, and knowing your wife, Connie, are you going to go to the doctor who charges the lowest amount of money for that surgery? Not necessarily. Not necessarily, yeah. right? Because you're looking for I w- what? I won't rule it out, but uh, but yeah, I'm, look- <laughs> I'm looking for, well, I don't know. I mean, depending on uh, the surgery, I may not even be looking for value, Kevin. Might just be looking for the best at that point, right? You're looking for the best possible <laughs> doctor, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you're not looking for to get out of this cheap. You're looking for somebody who has lots of experience, somebody who's done this, somebody can help you get to and through that heart surgery and on to the rest of your life. And the same thing when it comes to investing. It's not always simply finding a portfolio manager with the lowest management fee. Now, I want to clarify that, Walter, because we just had a couple in last week. They came in with their 401k statement. They said, I'm only paying 0.55% for a management fee. And I said, well, that's correct, but what about the other fees? So if you're looking at those fees in your 401k statement, there's other fees involved. That's not necessarily the point to go by. It's okay, in this case, it's okay to pay more if there's value there. And where's the value going to come from? It's going to come from a well-laid-out plan that's going to be an income plan that's going to get you to and through retirement. So I tell people, it's not necessarily the lowest fee that's going to get you there. It's going to be the value. It's going to be the knowledge. It's going to be the experience. And all those things are going to come into play. And it's going to be the education you get along the way. So if it costs a little more to do something like that, I say it's well worth it. Um, and we can go back to the example of the doctor. I think it's a great point. You can uh, bounce it back right back and forth. And yeah, it's not necessarily saying you've got to go pick the most expensive option, but whatever one is going to be the best or bring you the best value. Because even with the doctor example, it still does come down to that. You know, I may find two doctors who are great at the operation. One is less expensive. So boom, there's your value. There's your best value for what I need or what I'm looking for. So I could see that working in lots of different ways. Uh, Let's squeeze in another quick one here, Kevin. Only when the tide goes out do you discover who's been swimming naked. (laughs) I feel like we're on the precipice of learning what this one means in, uh, in, in the way the markets have been the last couple of months. Well, exactly. The last couple of months have been pretty volatile, as we all know. So everybody thinks there's some sort of investment genius when the market is going, you know, rocketing upward. But when we get the downturn, like we have the last couple of months, we find out who's actually a genius or who isn't a genius. Last year is a great example. Last year, didn't practically, no matter where you invested, you probably did pretty good. You know, accounts, S&P was up close to 20%. And if you pick whatever accounts, it probably did pretty good. But how about this year? I'm betting 
it's a different story. We just give an example just a minute ago about how bonds, some people are fleeing to bonds because they think it's safe and it's not necessarily true. So in your story, remember, you're, you're the one driving your story. Your story is going to show you whether you need help or not. And if you think you need help, it's as simple as picking up the phone. There's lots of advisors out there to get you where you want to be and to give you, you know, some balance, some diversification, some non-correlated assets, all those things that go into a good financial plan to get you there. So if you're on that side where you discovered you're swimming naked right now, you may want to look for some help. That's a good that's a good indication. Uh, that is a, a great point. We're talking uh, theoretically here or uh, metaphorically speaking. If you're actually swimming naked, don't necessarily go meet with Kevin, you know, seek Seek, no, no. Seek other help, I guess, at that point. But <laughs> <laughs> that would be another good advice. Yeah, good yeah. Piece of advice, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. That is uh, another great quote from Warren Buffett. And it's just a good reminder, Kevin, that if somebody does need some help with their financial plan, with uh, getting ready for retirement, uh, navigating all of these ins and outs, don't hesitate to pick up the phone, reach out, and have a conversation about your plan. It doesn't mean you have to take action immediately, but it's always a good idea to get an idea of where where you stand, especially in these volatile times, understand what's happening to your portfolio. Is what's happening to it okay? Is it natural? Is it appropriate for your age and your stage in life? Kevin can help analyze all these things and then recommend adjustments if they are needed. You can get a complimentary review of your plan, a great initial conversation with Kevin by picking up the phone, calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. You can also email him, kevin at insightfolios.com. It's just a conversation. If you get the voicemail when you call, leave a quick message. Kevin will follow up with you. Keep in mind, Kevin is local, born and raised in Pinconning. That's where the office is. So you're dealing with somebody who is local and who can not only help you out financially, but give you some great restaurant shopping recommendations, fishing recommendations, all those kinds of things as well. So it's a one-stop shop for all your financial and uh, things-to-do info in Pinconning and surrounding areas. 888-885-PLAN is your number to call if you want to set up that time to have a conversation for a complimentary review of your plan. That's 888-885-PLAN. We're coming up on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. We're having some fun today on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area with an office in Pinconning. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. Dot com. Click the listen button while you're there and you can ask questions or listen to past episodes of the show and find out more information. That's insightfolios.com. You can also look for the Simplicity Express button on the site and get your own uh, Simplicity Express plan. It's like a little mini starter financial plan. Great way to check in with where you are right now and dip your toe into those financial planning waters. Again, if you're not ready to quite talk to somebody one-on-one, but you want to fill out a few pieces of information, kind of get an early assessment of your retirement planning health, go to insightfolios.com and click on that Simplicity Express button. Uh, We've been talking about Warren Buffett, some of his famous quotes on today's show. We've got a couple of other good ones to cover for you today as well and learn some good financial and retirement planning lessons from these. And this is uh, an easy one. I don't know if Warren was necessarily the first person to say this, but we'll attribute this one to him. Rule number one, never lose money. And rule number two, never forget rule number one. <laughs> easy to follow that one, right, Kevin? That That is easy to follow that one, right? It sounds like easy to follow that one. But what is Warren Buffett known for, um, Walter? When he buys a stock, what's he known for? 
Well, he's known for holding that stock, right? Like he doesn't for jump long, in and out long, of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the long-term long view. Yes. Yep. So let's take the last example we talked about. And let's look at your statement. Let's go back in time. Let's look at your statement. January 1st of 2022. And let's look at it, you know, this week in 2022. And what do you think happened to that statement uh, in, it's, it's, in your it, value? It's down. I'll, it's I'll go 20% again, just like the other one we yeah, talked about. Yeah. Yeah. S&P's down 15 to 20, depending which day you're looking. You know, there are investments that are up. Um, but overall, if you're in the S&P index, it's down 15 to 20% from January till today. What's the key that we got to take away? Warren Buffett said never lose money. Do you think Warren Buffett loses money? Uh, yes. He does. I mean, on paper, I would say. On paper, exactly, on paper. So if Warren Buffett's account is down from January till today, let's say, did he sell that account? I highly doubt he sold for losses, yeah. So he really never realized the loss then, did he? He just a paper loss, but he never realized the loss as far as losing dollars. And the reason behind that is because he's long-term investor. And we got to remember, investing is long-term. If you take Warren's advice, you buy a stock, you get a good stock, and you hold it for a very long time. Now, he has sold some recently. I see he sold some Verizon stock and other things, and he's loaded up with other. But he's probably held that Verizon stock for a very long time. He's not a day trader. He doesn't get in and out. We all know that. He Day in and day out, so it's a long-term investment buy the index, buy whatever, buy good companies, and hold on it to, for the long term. And then over the long term, if we look back over any 10-year time frame, it's hard to find an investment that's lost money. Remember, time is your friend when we're getting into investments. So the rule is never lose money, never forget the rule number one. And how do you do that? Long-term investing. Good points across the board, of course, there. And then he also said, in the business world, the rearview mirror is always clearer than the windshield. Is it the same in the financial retirement planning world? Well, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Sure. Right? If we're driving down the road now, our windshield's full of bugs, and that could be interpreted as the, the volatility in the market right now. And think about this, Walter. We, if we're in, into the investment, even if you're retired, let's say you just retired today, do you think the investing part is over for you? Well, no, it continues yeah. on, right? Yeah, we have 20 or 30 years. So you're going to make mistakes along the way. Everybody does, including Warren Buffett. So here's what I think most people should ask themselves. What would your older self say to your younger self for getting you to retirement? And then what is your older self from there going to thank you for getting through retirement? And I think that those people that are talking to you in your head are going to say, good job investing on a regular basis. Good job on increasing your contributions over the year. Good job on being persistent and sticking to it over that long ring. And a great job on putting a financial plan together that is going to provide the income you're going to need to and through retirement. So looking in the rearview mirror, I can tell you what a lot of people, when they come in my office over the 30 years that I've been doing this, they all have those things in common that we just went through. They've been consistent. They've been persistent. They got a good plan. They've increased their contributions. They stuck to their plan. And when they get to and through retirement and they look back, there's a different planning process. It's called legacy. What are you going to leave that you have left to your heirs in the most tax advantage way that you can? And it starts by, you can look in the rearview mirror today. It's it's always clear because we can see what we did in the past has gotten to where we are right now in the future. And you want to keep those good habits in place and you want to go forward. And it starts with sitting down and putting a plan together. It's that simple. It doesn't take a long time to put a financial plan together. When somebody comes to my office, we just do the, the plan the first time. I don't ask a lot of questions. We're going to say, what do you want to do? 
We put it together in that simplicity plan. And by the end of the meeting, they have a good idea whether they're getting ready to retire, they can retire. Or if we look back in that rear view mirror, we can say we made these mistakes, but we can fix those mistakes going forward into retirement so we don't do those again. So if that's you, sit down, get that plan put together and get a good financial plan, get a good income plan and get one that's just tailored for you. No cookie cutter plans. And it's not that hard to do. If that's you, pick up the phone, give us a call and be happy to do it for you. Again, that number to call to get in touch with Kevin is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Tap into that great investing, financial planning, and retirement knowledge that Kevin brings to the table. He's the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement, Born and Raised in Pinconning. And you can meet with him in person in the office in Pinconning or give a call and set up a time to meet remotely as well if you prefer the Zoom route. 888-885-PLAN is your number to call to set all that up. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin is your financial coach, again, at Insight Folios. Call now, set up that time to visit, and make sure you get started on the right foot into retirement and beyond. 888-885-PLAN. Call that number, 888-885-7526. More to come on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial. Stay tuned. What if we told you there was a simpler way to invest? Excellent. Well, that's what we thought. Glad you're with us today on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you all across the Tri-City area, based right in Pinconning. We're online at insightfolios.com. Go there and click the Listen button. You can ask questions to Kevin via the website or listen to past episodes of the show and tap into other great financial education and information. That's insightfolios.com. You can also email Kevin. It's kevin at insightfolios.com, the address, kevin at insightfolios.com. Kevin's got about three decades of experience. He's the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement, and he's going to navigate us smartly through this next portion of the program. Uh, Kevin, many folks have a favorite game show that they enjoy, unfortunately. Fortunately, some people have turned their retirement planning into a bit of a game show-like feel, and that's not necessarily a good thing. So we're going to have a little bit of fun today by talking about some of our favorite game shows from the last couple of decades, but also um, maybe where we see these game shows actually happening in people's portfolios. So first of all, one of my all-time favorites, I mean, I think everybody, at least in my generation, Grew up loving it when you were sick and home from school and you got to watch The Price is Right. It's still around today, obviously, without Bob Barker, but um, just such a great show for, you know, every kid growing up sick at home. And a lot of people still watch it to this day um, pretty religiously. And um, were you a Price is Right fan growing up, first of all? Yeah. You know, that's funny you said that when you're sick and was able to stay home from school. I do remember watching that because my mom watched it all the time. My grandmother watched it all the time. And you evidently you did when you were home, too. Yep, that's right. I, I heard somebody the other day saying it, too, that they were like, you're, you're not a millennial if you didn't enjoy staying home sick from school watching The Price is Right. And, no, so and, that was, and Bob Barker, right? Yeah, Bob I Barker. think he's still alive, so he evidently that was good for his life. Even my dad. For, did he just know, retire or did he pass away? No, he retired. Oh, he I still did? Think okay. he, I still think he's in the, uh, you know, his his passion was, the, you know, the, the animals, right. and I think he's still in that. So. Yeah, you're right. He is uh, 98 years old right now. Where do you see people playing? Do we need to explain the prices right for folks? I mean, well, you, know, well, you guess prices of here, things, yeah. right? <laughs> we're guessing, right? We're stock picking. Yep. We're trying to time okay. the market. 
we're speculating, you know, whether the price is too high, too low, just like the price is right. Sound about right? Yeah. Uh, speculating yeah. on different prices. Now, we're doing yeah. it on, like, small commodities, like small, you know, small amounts. Like, what's this thing of rice cost, typically? Right. Although sometimes there's a car or a boat or something like that that you've got some, to factor in. in there. So we know that if stock picking, market timing, speculating doesn't work, we, we can you can read till the end of time how, this, how these things don't work. So if you're hearing things like, you know, the stock may be overvalued or undervalued or maybe you want to avoid it. Who do you think you're talking to, Walter, typically? That sounds like a broker. Right? Broker, right? Somebody yep. who's, who's in it to sell a product or help you buy a product. Right. And they're not necessarily, you know, doing a plan for you. They're trying to pick the stock that's right for you or the bond or whatever happens to be. So the price is right. You know, we're, we're speculating. That's, you know, we're trying to time the market. We're trying to pick the stock at the exact same the exact right spot, and most of the time we know that doesn't work. Of course, you know, once in a while it does work out on our right, on our favor. But the price is right is not for you, our typical listener, because we need a plan. We need a plan that's going to get you to and through retirement. And then if we find out we have what we call surplus, you have money left over, then maybe we start looking at some of the stocks, individual stocks, play money, I call it. You know, you want to you want to fool around a little bit of money here and there and see if you can, you know, time the market or, or do the prices right. I think that's the way to do it versus trying to do it with your entire portfolio. Let's figure out what you need to do and what's the minimum, you, you, you know, how are we going to get those investments generating income for you? And then if you have a surplus, I think that's okay to do something like that. All right, so if your retirement planning feels like a game of the price is right, that's a red flag and maybe time to change strategies a little bit. What about who wants to be a millionaire? If my Ooh. financial f- plan feels like that one, that sounds like a good thing, Kevin. Well, it does, theoretically, right? <laughs> yeah. Wall Street has done a good job of telling us you can't retire comfortably unless you have a million dollars. Have you heard that? Sure. I mean, it's just an easy, nice, big number to sort of target, right? Yeah. So we take every, every American... And we say everybody needs a million bucks. That's what they're telling us, isn't it? Uh, it does start to feel that way a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it does, right? So what does that have to do with you, the listener, right? What if you have a pension? Well, that pension could make up a huge amount of your income. I have clients, Walter, who have six-figure pensions, over $100,000 a year. Wow. Do they need a million dollars? Probably not. Well, it would be nice, but they probably don't need the million dollars if you didn't have the pension. I have clients who have... Well, a lot at least of not to, it goes back to the conversation earlier, right? You're planning for need, not want. So right, does that cover right. their needs? Yeah, it probably gets, gets pretty close to it. And that's exactly, you hit it on the head. Your needs are going to determine what you're going to need to be saved for dollars for retirement. But if you have lots of rental properties, I have a lot of clients who have rental properties, and that's a really good income. So it's sort of like a pension to them. They, there's some upkeep in there, but it provides an income where they don't need they're, they don't even need their Social Security benefits. They don't need you know much in investment dollars. They just live off that, that income that produces that. Walter, do you know anybody that uh, basically lives under Social Security? Let's say you have a husband and wife, and they're really enjoying retirement. They got some money saved, but you know they're, they're just enjoying it, and they don't need that much extra money in the monthly income. Yeah, contentment. You know, folks yeah. who are just, just happy with simplicity, yeah. and they, they just don't have a lot of those wants and needs for travel and crazy vacations and those kinds of things. So, yeah, nice, simple solutions. Yeah. So if you think you need a million dollars, that's good. Don't get me wrong. A million dollars would be nice. But how do you know if you need a million dollars? Well, it starts by sitting down and figuring out that retirement number. Maybe you do. Maybe you need $2 million because you're actually going to spend more. We don't know until you sit down and you, do, and you start that planning process. And then we'll tell you, in that simplicity process we keep talking about, then we'll tell you you have enough, you don't have enough, 
If you don't have enough, we're going to come up with a plan to get you there so you do have enough so you can retire and go into retirement. But just don't assume things. Like, and I've said this earlier, don't assume. Let's solve what actually is going on with you in your plan and in your retirement, and let's know before you get into retirement what you have to do to get to and through retirement. It would be fun to have Regis Philbin at least involved in our uh, financial plan, though. If you I can. like Re- Regis, yes. I did, too. I thought he was great yeah. on that show and when he did the morning show. Regis yeah. was, was fun. Fun guy. Uh, fun fact. Did you know that his uh, full name was Regis Francis Xavier Philbin? I did not. Uh, and I was a big fan of his, too. W- Wikipedia always comes in handy with some interesting, uh, interesting info. I can tell you the reason I seen Sleepless in Seattle is because I heard him talking about how great the music was, and I bought the soundtrack because I liked it that oh, much, nice. too. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, he, was, he was definitely a fun show host, uh, and that was a, I remember that show captivated the nation maybe like no other in the evenings, at least in terms of it game shows. It did for a while, yeah. It yeah. did. Uh, when that first guy finally won a million, it was, you know, I just remember how crazy that was. Uh, last but not least, let's go to Family Feud. Uh-oh. Fun oh. show, but no, I don't think we want our financial plan going down this route, right? No. So the Family Feud, what did, what did you just envision when you said that? Well, uh, b- bickering over maybe like an inheritance, that kind of thing. Yes, typically. Or, you know, you get an inheritance and mom and dad made one of the children the beneficiary, depending on that child to dole it out. To, to the rest of the children and even though that child does the right thing the other children are still suspicious right because they weren't included on that on those things so in retirement in a retirement estate plan that's often what you end up with if you don't specify you don't want a family feud you want your your siblings to be your siblings you don't want to be mad at your mom and dad when they're gone because you you think they favored somebody more than the other and the other thing that you know pops up too is while there is a lot of people coming in our office don't have this. They need powers of attorney, financial and health powers of attorney. So let me give you an example. You get in an accident, uh, you're not married, and you don't have a power of attorney, and the family starts to fight. What do you think is going to happen? The state gets involved, I guess. Yeah, the point? state. Yeah, okay. you go to court. Somebody's going to be appointed guardian, uh, and that could go on for a long time. Who do we think of uh, the famous person who just got relinquished guardianship? Oh, well, there was uh, the Britney Spears thing, right? Britney Spears, oh, right? Okay. For 14 yeah. years. You don't want to go down that road. You don't want to be caught in that scenario. So you want to name a health power of attorney and a financial power of attorney. Somebody's going to handle your affairs if you're unable to do that. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate. Get these things in place because that's what could happen to you. You're going to have family members fighting, maybe doesn't go their way, and then ends up in the court, and then the court appoints somebody, and you don't like that. And then the family members aren't talking to one another, and this can go on for years and years and years and years. So don't go down that road. Get your you know, your documents in place. Get the estate plan in place. Get your financial and health powers of attorneys in place. Document what you want to go to, whomever you want it to go to. And be clear about it. Don't you know? Don't be vague, and don't think that one child is going to do the right thing because sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Don't go down that road. Get your affairs in order. And we're talking about dying, right, Walter? Or something bad happened to us, like an accident. So make sure those things are in place before something does happen to us, so we don't create that big family feud going down the road. You can avoid your retirement plan feeling like one of these game shows, Family Feud, The Price is Right, Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, uh, where there's so much chance. I mean, that's what makes these games fun, right, is risk and chance, and uh, you can lose it all. Well, we don't want retirement planning to really feel like that. We want it to be a little bit more steady. Again, we're talking about needs, 
not once. And when we discuss needs, we want more surety. We want more understanding. And so if you want to talk a little bit more about what that looks like for your financial plan, pick up the phone, give a call to Kevin at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. And just let him know that you want to chat a little bit about your financial plan and have some questions about your retirement and how to do it properly. 888-885-PLAN. Like we talked about, you don't have to have a million, two million dollars to maybe have a successful retirement plan set up. If you've got Social Security, maybe maybe a pension, uh, a small inheritance to work with, and then some savings, sometimes that can be plenty for somebody to retire off of. So the uh, I, I think there's a common misconception out there too, Kevin, that you, know, you have to be a multimillionaire to even work with a financial advisor. If we were doing a show of common misconceptions, I think that one would certainly... That's a big one, yes. That would be on the list, right? You so, know what the minimum for our office is, Walter? What's that? We have none. Oh, no minimum. All right. No so minimum. No, no minimums. That's fantastic. So if you've got questions on your mind, want to talk those out with Kevin, uh, you might be surprised. And I think that's what Kevin has told me the most is people are very surprised that they're in much better shape than they think they're in after they come in for a meeting and truly get that written plan in place. So if you'd like to start that conversation again, give Kevin a call at 888-885-PLAN. 888-885-7526. He's right there in Pinconning, serving the Tri-City area. 888-885-PLAN. All right, more to come on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Thanks for listening. No need to make things hard on yourself. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Learn a simpler way to invest. Well, before we wrap things up for the week, want to get in a quick mailbag question from one of our listeners. If you want to submit a question for a future show, you can email Kevin, kevin at insightfolios.com. And Samuel says, I'm 72 and doing pretty well financially, I think. I have several rental properties that provide more income for me than I could ever spend, so I won't ever really be relying on the roughly $1 million in my investments. I guess I'm just not sure how I should be investing my money at this point. Can you give me some direction? Well, congratulations, Samuel. That's a that's a good milestone to hit that million. We just talked about it earlier, and then we talked about what, Walter? Having more than enough income from rental properties. So it's kind of wheeze right into what we're talking about today. So, Samuel, for you, I'll be thinking about legacy. If you have a million dollars, depending how old you are, I think you said you're 72, and that's going down to your beneficiaries. Do you want that to go down as the most tax-efficient way possible, or do you want Uncle Sam to be a bigger part? So your investing should entail some of that. If you're never going to use that money, you know, I think you would want to leave that legacy somehow that you know it's, it's going to benefit your beneficiaries more than it would Uncle Sam, and that's going to include taxes, tax planning, those types of things. And I have a client that's very similar to you, and what they do now is they started giving – you know, they start gifting their children, their grandchildren, and whoever money now because they like to see, they like they get the enjoyment out of it. They get to see what that dollars is and how it's impacting their life and those types of things. So that million dollars that you have and you know how to invest it, you know how we find out, Samuel, you come in, we do that simplicity plan, and we're going to project because I think you're going to be surprised what your, your million dollars is going to grow to. And then we want to make sure that we invest it such a way that it's the most tax-efficient way so you don't have to pay a lot of taxes going forward if that's possible and in the legacy portion. We want to leave that to your, your heirs as the tax efficient as we could. I hope that answers your question. If not, come in, give us a call, and I'd be happy to go on with you one-on-one on that, Samuel, and get that simplicity report, and we'll give you some ideas. 
Again, that number to call to get in touch with Kevin and start that conversation is 888-885-PLAN. That is 888-885-7526. Great way to have a conversation about your financial life, how to improve it, where you need to take it in the days and weeks and months and years ahead. Uh, whether you're approaching retirement or maybe already retired, like uh, you know the question that we answered on today's show, uh, wherever you are along that spectrum, it's great to get a true plan in place so that you can live your retirement life with a little bit more peace of mind and understanding of what's happening in that portfolio of yours. 888-885-PLAN is the number. If you get the voicemail, no big deal. Just leave a quick message. Kevin and the team will follow up with you to set up that time to chat. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. And always online at insightfolios.com. Kevin, appreciate your help today. Enjoy the rest of your trip there in Johnson City. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you back in the Tri-City area soon. Yep, we'll be back next week. All right, sounds good. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you again next week. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.